0: Well,
1: to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, with your host Van
0: Nunley and Fred Slo. <laughs> All right, this is gonna be so Ninety-five point nine FM, six ten, the Sports Animal, the
1: cream of the crop, and TalkABQ.com. Turn it up! Turn it up!
2: It's madness, I tell you, Albuquerque. It's madness up in here. ABQ ABQ Central, your boys are here. I'm Fred Slow alongside me. The best shooter in the game, Van Nunley. When you on the court, was that how it was when you were
1: a kid? You were on the court and then everyone else would go, shooter. Well, I was a post guy. No, you weren't. When I was younger because I've been this tall since I was 16. I've been the exact same size since I was 16. Length, width, and girth. Post Malone, I enjoy, I think. Uh I think
2: you could be that kind of post guy. Postmaster General, perhaps.
1: Postscript. Postscript. Yeah, yeah, he beat me to half a second. Good morning, Michael. How are you?
3: Too shabby. My alma mater, Wisconsin, had a good win yesterday.
2: I picked Wisconsin. I also picked Wisconsin. You know who I did not pick? Yes. Everyone knows who you didn't pick. Oral Roberts. Of course
1: it Or sure. North Texas.
3: I had them. Sure. There goes the bracket. All right. Throw it away.
1: So Mike came in super hot this morning. So we all have brackets, but we're the show's bracket is Mike's bracket. On cloud nine, because he got both Oral Roberts and North Texas.
3: I got North Texas, and no, I didn't get ORU. I didn't. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, okay. I got North Texas. I though.
1: didn't see you scratch that one out. Because I saw North Texas trying
3: to fool me. Yeah,
1: (laughs) no. I had both Purdue and Ohio
2: State in the round of sixteen, so
1: I'm a loser. Yeah, I Uh, thought I thought Purdue was gonna was gonna put in some work this tourney. You know, the only team from Indiana still alive. Nope, North Texas, the fighting armadillos. Also at Ohio State in the round
2: of mean green of
3: North Texas.
2: Ugh. Aside from those two, no upsets whatsoever, straight chalk, everyone could have predicted this most boring day in the history of basketball. Yeah,
3: Another day of upsets, maybe?
1: No. And that's
3: the no. thing. There's, There's n- going
1: to be a couple. Is there? I picked Syracuse. Uh, Oregon State should have been seated lower, right? Like
3: That 12-5 matchup is always kind of tricky.
1: Oregon State shouldn't have been a 12 it's hard to disagree with what
2: you just said. They've been playing with... Hey, the University of Houston could beat the Houston Rockets. They're <laughs> very good. And the Houston Rockets have lost like 13 in a row. oh March Madness Talk has got the texter going. Yeah. Got the texter going. I am also excited, listener.
1: I'm rooting for ORU. Their point guard is... Fun to watch.
2: Okay, so I've seen him play.
3: I can shoot. He can drive to the basket.
2: I've been watching ORU since,
1: well, one game ever. (laughs) ORU? Good for them, though. I root for teams that uh, their initials are also questions. Rhode Island
2: Union North. (laughs) Are you in? Are you in? Here's my problem with Oral Roberts. They didn't win the game. Ohio State lost it.
1: Fight me if you say otherwise. Oh, man, that kid Washington. I felt really sorry for him. Missed four straight three-pointers and two free throws. Oof.
3: Well, it came down to, to turnovers and uh, missed free throws. Sure. They were only 9 of 18 or 9 of 19, Ohio State. They only got themselves to – and they had 16 turnovers. Come on. You
2: know why they call it the charity stripe? Those are free. It's supposed to- you just get those. They just give those to you. Good day of
1: the tournament though. Exciting stuff. I love this time of year. I uh you know what I Baseball comes back. Okay, yes. March madness okay, yeah. is around yeah. for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. My seasonal depression goes away. The- so Daylight Savings
2: does that for me. <laughs> yeah. Cause we- that's that's the click. We I don't know if you remember so last week we did a show here. And then one day later we sprung forward. Yes. That is the day where it, it clicks for me. That's a good marker. I hate daylight savings time. It's dumb, and I'm like I'm often over here like I hate everything that people enjoy I get I get
1: how important it is. you do historically, it's very important. It is not now for there's like yeah there's years ago. there's like six farmers now. They don't even farm. Everybody Far- used to farm. Farming is GPS now. Yeah, farmers just, like, they pl- it's like playing Xbox. Yeah. It's an Xbox game, but it's really slow and boring. It, well, yes, but here's the thing. You don't even play it. Like, farmers, they just, like, lease
2: from John Deere now, and they do it via satellite with some uh, the man on the moon sitting next to Captain America, like, okay. steers
1: your combine was it five minutes before you made a falcon and winter soldier reference so i watched falcon and winter soldier <laughs> yesterday
2: and i know the loyal listener is upset that we lost the wandavision recap hour but
1: don't worry that's okay falcon and the winter soldier came in hot <sighs> Came in hotter than Vital with his North Texas pick this morning.
2: Yeah, how'd you do that? How'd you know about that? Because that's the university where Stone Cold Steve telling, Austin went.
3: I was telling Van I saw them last week in the conference championship, and I liked the way they play. They were so up and down, athletic. They are entertaining to watch. I always pick
2: like universities where I've dated a girl from.
3: <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> and I dated a girl from North Texas, but I couldn't remember who it was. So I didn't pick them. So it didn't make an impact. Huh? Yeah, so I feel bad about that.
3: I got BYU in the Sweet 16. I don't know why, but they returned a team hey, that was too. loaded last year. I,
2: me and you are on the same page here. BYU storming Mormons. They got 27 year old seniors. Put them out there. Let's go. Yeah,
3: the whole starting <laughs> five returns, and they're like 29 30.
2: And all in like all their kids are there to sell, like cheer them on from the stands, which is exciting. They have, yeah. Like, you think small beautiful families. Every single one of them. I'm a big fan of basketball right now, sure. and anyone who takes Oral Roberts plus 900 against o- OSU.
3: What was the point spread on that heading into that matchup? Uh, I think it was 16 and a half, or 16. Oh, is that
1: what it was? Money line was 9 to 1.
2: Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It was 15, if I tell you right. You're right.
3: You put a hundred dollars down on ORU, and what do you get?
2: Nine hundred. Well, like if you are an ORU, like like what well, enthusiast zealot, like obviously you got to be an alum and you got to be fairly successful. But if you take the trifecta, if you take the money line, the spread, and the total points, but obviously you're taking the under because if you're taking ORU to win, you predictably take the under, right? Right. You would
1: think. Yeah. Like good for this good for whoever would have placed this if they did, because you're talking about the dean of Oral Roberts, the only guy to bet on Oral Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> I got the box score here.
2: Oral Roberts only played six guys.
1: <clears throat> and that bench don't go deep. <laughs> like they That was the right amount of people to play though. Yes. Considering the results. Well,
2: I'm gonna give them one more game before I learn how to pronounce their names. Kevin O'Bannell. It was a good game, though. That was the one. You know what I miss though is um, traditionally I've always had a day job. I've always had like a like employment. Sure. And then, um, spoiler alert for the listener: radio has been a hustle. So I'll do it like on the weekends. Hmm? Cool. Nights and weekends. Nights and weekends. Sure. But here's the thing this is all we do now. Yeah. This is our life. So I felt weird about not having like an office job to sneak out of all day long to watch the tournament. Uh huh. And I was like, is the tournament even happening? Like, is my, bo- like, how come I'm not dodging calls and my boss is not wondering where I am, why I'm sitting at a Chili's drinking the perfect margarita?
1: <laughs> and saying that we do radio full time, Vital, that's a, uh Code word for we're poor. Yes. We're poor. That's we're what we were trying to communicate. Uh, we're
2: yeah, impoverished.
3: I know, where, I know where you're at.
1: I applied for food stamps yesterday.
2: Dude, it's a <laughs> card now. They put it on a card. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched some NCAA tournament basketball last night by um The Madness That Is March at Top Golf. They have a TV. Multiple. That, they have multiple TVs. Yeah, there is not just one I'm I'm speaking specifically of one singular television. But there are multiple televisions, and this television is the size of a wall, and I very much enjoyed it. Yes. It was very good. Yes, yes, yes. Jerry World-esque size. Yes. So I got to see the big
1: shots on the big screen, if that's not a copyright already. Hey, Brecaños, if uh, you suck at golf and you want to have a good time, don't be scared. Of what? Go into top golf. Oh, no. Do not be scared of that. Entry-level, rookies- People who've never done it before. That's me. Yeah. You performed quite poorly, and you probably had the most fun. To be fair. To be fair.
3: To be fair.
1: I had inhibited myself. (laughs) Yes, you sure did. By towel. I worked
3: really hard.
1: Fred's running on fumes this morning. (laughs) If if he doesn't bring his A game, you know why.
3: I was here till 1130 midnight last night because of the March Madness. Isn't
1: that crazy? March
2: Madness starts at 10 a.m. today, so your boys are going off early at 9:15. David Carlo, the United, is going to join us. They had a big presser yesterday. They got a friendly today. Van, the United are gonna they're gonna put the cleats back on, strap on the cleats. They're gonna do a little friendly. I think it's against El Paso.
1: I think it's against El Paso. I am so excited for the for, for the home opener. Oh man, same. Ooh, I also get excited for the home opener hopefully we change colors by then uh no i think they're
2: gonna be black and yellow so they've been black (laughs) and yellow the whole time
1: um okay but yeah Yeah, okay should be a good thing even a quarter capacity that place is going to be
2: electric my insider told me that we were going to change on thursday and we didn't so my insider is a liar insider's an outsider yes
3: pants on fire
2: yes
1: okay The thing about the United coming Who do do we got at 10 o'clock? Georgetown, Colorado? Is that what we got?
3: It's just all it says, and this is how Westwood won the home for the NCAA tournament does. They just say round one, which means they go back and forth about 16, 20 different times during an afternoon. So they're going to go through four games here within an hour.
1: Well, I'm going to turn that on as I run errands today. Yeah. I'll be listening and watching. I'll probably turn on the radio, yes. which I'm famous for doing. You've, it's it's the best with baseball, by the way. You've always turned the radio on. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Is baseball the best sport to listen to it's on the radio? It's not even close. Yeah,
1: it's not even close. It's Horse
2: close. racing is a close second. Oh, yeah, but that's so short. It, well, I mean, I, I like my like entertainment. Like jockeys.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Okay. That's, Come yeah. on now.
3: <laughs> well, baseball, I agree. I think baseball is the best game to listen to on the radio.
1: Yeah, I usually put my TV on mute, and I do it for March Madness, too. I'll put on the radio. I'll put on Westwood One, and then I'll put the TV on mute. Yeah. I don't do that. No? I do that for baseball, just I will for, do that. Just for baseball? I All right,
2: so here, another little inside baseball.
3: <laughs> you have to listen to Mike Shannon. Ugh.
2: All right, for, you're making me very upset that you just said that.
3: It's just a lot of people complain about no, him. They, no that, okay. Yeah, no, I last year there was a national write-up or People are upset about him, about how he they can't hear, understand him.
2: Well, he drinks during the game. So oh, does he? Allegedly, allegedly, he allegedly does that. It made Bob Uecker better. Yeah. <laughs> Bob Uecker, I don't famously improved all of his lines in Major League. You can't make that up. Bob Uecker is the best. Today's varsity baseball broadcasters, okay, man?
1: Okay. So today's varsity. I have very strong opinions on this. Yeah, me too. Very, yeah, very strong. We're
3: going to get a vote for the Cubs.
1: So, the uh, Vital, last segment, I want you in here on this side of the glass to break me and Fred up because mm-hmm. we are going to go at there it. There will physically be a fight. Yeah. Between two friends. We We've gone there before with this exact subject. <laughs> yes.
2: But the last time we breached this subject... There was a little drinky-do involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this should be... This should be more civil. This should be more civil. We'll see.
1: <laughs> Today's varsity... And there's a drive to the left. It's a home run for Castellanos. Reds are up for nothing. And I'd like to send my sin- sincerest apologies out for everything I said earlier in this broadcast. you doing Tom <laughs> I'm apology. I'm yeah. doing Tom Brenneman's apology. <laughs> That's one of the greatest moments in the history of sports. <laughs> I love it so much.
2: Oh, my gosh.
1: Minu- minutes after being exposed for being a racist.
2: Uh, you had well, to call a baseball big, just,
1: game. Just a bigot. Not necessarily racist. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's right. Bigot. Yeah. Not racist. Just, everyone throws those words around all willy-nilly yeah. these days. They're not interchangeable, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bigot. Excuse me. Sorry, Tom Brenneman. You're no <laughs> ra- You're no racist. We'd hate to confuse the bigoted Tom Brenneman
2: <laughs> as being a racist. <laughs> March Madness Talk, we're going to talk to Sean Watson, we're going to talk NFL, we're going to talk NBA, one hour away from David Carl, we're going to try to do three of them and two of them, we're going to have a lot of fun. David and Busters presents ABQ Central Live from the Talk ABQ Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee, 95.9 FM, AM 610, D sports animal. All right, Oral Roberts. I was trying to find the namesake of it. Are you familiar with Oral Roberts?
1: Sure. you know what it means? you know I who know. that is? Yeah, I know who Oral Roberts is. Come on, buddy. He's a TV guy. I know stuff.
2: So it's a... I didn't know this. He was like a televangelist.
1: Yeah. Okay. He's a big deal. He's a Joel Osteen type, if you will. That's what I'm seeing here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it looks as if...
3: He's the guy who said he'll die if he doesn't get $5 million by the end of the week or something like that.
2: First of all, strong move. It's very good. Yeah. So it's in Tulsa, Oral Roberts. And allegedly, to uh, become a student there uh, in in 1963 when the university was founded, you had to physically be able to walk through a cardboard cutout of a physique because they didn't want any... Um heavy people. Okay. That's one way to say it. I'm glad you said it that way. This is Yeah. This is a real thing, what I just described. That's very weird. You had to meet certain uh
1: size requirements. Are did,
3: you did, serious? Or are you joking? Did Les did no, less
1: Miles the- coach the Oral Roberts
3: football team <laughs> in nineteen sixty three? So you had to be a certain weight and height. Yeah,
2: apparently there was a big scandal they had like uh like it was like you would go and you have to get like your BMI tested and then you have to get it tested again at the end of the year and stuff. Is, what a weird That is legit creepy. Like this is weird. So I now want Oral Roberts to lose. <laughs> I'm not about this weird life. Hopefully they've evolved a tad. I you believe they that. have. But still. A little too weird for your boy. More weird Oral Roberts facts throughout the program today. Okay, here's a weird one. This and this one is like, like I was, like we were like Oral Roberts. That's weird. Giggle, giggle. This one is legit weird. It gets weirder. So Deshaun Watson. Are you, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Are you familiar with this?
1: Yes, very. Unfortunately, alleged inappropriate conduct.
3: Not one, not two. <sighs> yeah.
1: You used to think it was the ownership why he wanted out of Houston. Why he was trying to go to the
2: Patriots.
1: <laughs> Robert Kraft <laughs> just is like, that's my guy. Yeah. Go get him. I knew there was something I liked about that kid. A lot of <laughs> promise
2: in that young man. So I'm going to give you the quickest rundown if you're not ready, and then we're going to go. So, Deshaun Watson is the quarterback for the Houston Texans. And boy, is he good. Yes. I would say yes. On the field, top tier. Yes. Off the field. Allegedly. Allegedly. Bottom bottom shelf. Allegedly. So, Houston lawyer. Do you know this guy? You're from Houston. (laughs) I think I know every lawyer (laughs) from when I was 11. (laughs) Tony Busby. You know him?
1: Sure. Yeah. Great I think guy. He, I think he played a little minor league
2: ball in the eighties. Went to Oral Roberts. Yeah. The yeah. <laughs> only, only person
1: I know from Houston is Mattress Mac. That's the only person I know from my this, childhood. Is this a
2: deep cut Houston like public access commercial joke?
1: Yeah. At Gallery of Furniture will save you money. Like that's still stuck in my head from my childhood. Mattress Mac's the guy who puts the huge bets on the Astros. Okay, I am familiar with this. Yeah. yeah. And if if they win. Yeah, he hedges it. He puts all of his mattresses on sale. Yes. The Astros win the World Series. You get your mattresses for free. And oh, he, yeah. And then he bets an insane amount of money on the Astros, so he hedges his bet with gambling. It's a very smart move. We had a water park where I grew up called
2: Raging Rivers, Uh huh. and it was Raging Rivers. It's cool when it's hot. <laughs> and I haven't heard that in over 20 years. And you'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. Never forget never it. Forget it. Alright, so we're forgetting top broadcasters. We're going top jingles. Okay. <laughs> so uh so Deshaun Watson. It alright, I'm gonna get the number here because it's ever evolving, this number. So, Tom, so Tony Busby says there are twelve individuals alleging inappropriate conduct in sexual assault by the Texans quarterback. Also. There's, quote, more than 10 additional women who have come forward with reports about similar conduct from Watson after encounters. Now, what does that mean? What is inappropriate similar conduct? I don't know what that is. Yeah. I know what sexual assault is. I'm not confused on that. Yeah. Like...
1: Okay. Without going too much into it, well, you have to go from what there. I understand. Again, allegedly, yes. From early reports, he tried to rub his wiener on massage therapists. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, that's weird. That's weird and gross. Never are you never is it okay to do that move? Well, zero times. Zero times. Yeah, you can't try it out the once. It's really bad the once. The twenty-two times. Is exponentially worse. And
2: also, allegedly, as recently as this past month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like this is lesson learned and someone said, stop this behavior. He just keeps doing it. And I am not... Okay, we've been down this road before. Sure. We're, we're down this road
1: often. Too often. Because people keep doing this. All the time. Stop it. Please. Stop it. Rich, young, yes. famous, handsome people. Quit doing this weird stuff. Antonio Brown houdini need a chick. That is unacceptable. That's disgusting. What you need
2: to do in by the, way, the world. Urban Dictionary Houdini. Don't do it. Do not do it. <laughs> you need to not have this behavior. I don't get it. Have you ever had a massage? I'm being serious. Have you ever been to a, like a place like a massage envy or whatever? Well,
1: as an elite level athlete. No, You're stop saying that all the time. It's very important that I get regular massages, Fred. <laughs> After I get
2: them, all I want to do is sleep. Yeah, yeah. Like my, like my body is in such a terrible physical condition, obviously apparent to everyone I've ever met. I just want to sleep. Like I don't understand. And I don't like. I said I don't shame anyone. You you be whatever you are about up until the
1: point that it harms someone else. It's so easy to not harm others. Sure, yeah. It's also very easy to get consent. Like this is a this is the thing that people pay for. Ask old Bobby Kraft. Yes, yeah. You could just like pay someone extra to do this. Allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> also, allegedly, your boys never done it. I've heard. There's stories on the internet. There's short clips on this documentary website I watch on the internet sometimes. The thing is... The thing
2: is... Would I be surprised... If there was a group of individuals that came together to try to like wrangle out a six-figure settlement outside of the court where no one is ever convicted of anything, and they make off with a couple bucks.
1: Yeah. It's happened before. It's happened before. It'll happen again.
2: It absolutely has. Now, do I have reason to believe that Deshaun Watson has had uh, encounters with more than 10 ladies? I bet he has
1: in his life. Yeah, probably a month. <laughs> Perhaps in a month the numbers Deshaun Watson could pull. Yeah.
2: I remember probably very impressive. My I remember my summer of 2018. I, that's not true. That's not, I just it's made not, that up. That's not true at all. whatsoever. Now like do they all maybe like and I don't know was this a team facility? Was this a strip mall? Was this a like
1: come to your house service? I don't have those answers. The kind of numbers he's putting up, it's got to be a lot of settings.
3: I would think a lot of women would just want to be with him cuz he's, you know, he's a young guy, fairly good-looking guy. Very good-looking. And and he's got money. Money.
1: Yeah. Like would they all be in so, so Fred, I'm I'm in on the point you just brought up, maybe someone are trying to squeeze a couple bucks maybe. out of him. Yeah. But these these are like class action numbers. Yes, yeah, so you're being Yes, that's is- like allegedly up to 22. Let's say x amount of that 22 any amount are we just just going after a check with 22 there's a huge percentage that has to be true right
2: i don't know if it's huge but there if any percent is true cuz like it's bad sexual assault is real yes that's a real thing it is bad it is bad it's very bad so you have to hear everyone like everyone who is a victim to this has to be heard and should be represented alleged alleged And if there was, like, if you're accusing of a defense, prosecute that. Like, prosecute it. Like, it'll all work out on the other end. Will I be surprised by either outcome? Will I be surprised if there's a conviction and there's legal action? No. Will I be surprised if there's a settlement outside of court and no one ever really knows anything, Bob Craft? No. Won't be surprised by that either. Six of the lawsuits alleged it was one-time encounters with Watson. Here's my thing. If this happens to you, how do you end up back in this situation? Say it happens to you one time.
1: Sure. Sure.
2: That's where it gets confusing to me.
3: Yeah. The six, I get. But that's far too many claims for it to be a hoax. I mean, I'm going to reserve judgment until it's investigated, but it doesn't look well for Watson in terms of the claims.
2: It says here, Watson would first inquire about the massage through instagram direct messages is that like a is i'm being and this is a real question if you guys know you know if you don't that's fine as well because i don't know is there like a seedy underground instagram like like network for that kind of thing i don't know i don't know either houston i know is famed houston is the most traffic kid human traffic kid city in the country is it now it is it's number one it's huh. not even close more human traveling goes through Houston than anywhere else. You'd think the, the
1: Texans would get better free agents in that case. There's, I mean, come on now. Okay, <laughs> sorry.
3: Boy, when it rains, it pours for him. Gee.
1: Bears and Jets are just licking their chops. That trade value is going down, down, down.
3: It's see this. Could you say the Texans organization? I mean, did did they know that this stuff may may have been going on? Well, I I feel like if you're trying to blackmail, that's the first place you go.
2: Right.
1: Naturally. All
2: right. I am I am going to restrain myself from, like, overly convicting anyone right away. Naturally. There's just kind of a lot innocent, of smoke here.
1: Innocent until proven yeah. guilty. That's what the courts are set up for. You'll have your day. And I doubt he has his day. I doubt it, too. That's my vibe. This is civil. I, and I'm just painting
2: a picture in my head. There's one Instagram account that is a famed for providing a service that you and I would not utilize. Two things I don't pay for. Yeah. Bottled water. That's one of them. And? The other one you can figure out. Yeah. But Deshaun Watson, apparently, and maybe it's the famed Charlie Sheen said it, right? I pay him to go away. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, maybe that's your deal. But it doesn't say anything in the lawsuit about exchange of money. But that will come out. That'll be a whole thing about it. Because then you're not in like a sexual assault situation. You're in like a... I'm going to use the word prostitution. I don't know a better word. That's a whole different legal action. All right. We're going to lighten it up when we get back. NFL free agency. I got grades, Van. I got grades on the NFL. Okay. Okay? Dave Busters presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio. Powered by Namex co and Coffee. Ninety-five point nine FM, AM six ten, the Sports Animal. We heard this song last night when we were at the Top Golf, and we closed
1: it down. I got one problem with Top Golf. You do, and I'm gonna air my grievance right now. Okay. The bartender was not able to pour us beer fast enough last night
3: (laughs) well what kind of beer was it
1: well sometimes when I go out with Fred and I have more than one it'll probably be Bud Light because I'm a pinkies out local craft guy but old Freddy over here likes the Bud Light so we got pictures of Bud Light and I churched it up with a little salt and lime so we've had this talk before
2: All of my fondest memories in my life are based and circulated around the consumption of Bud Light. Not an official endorser of the show. But all my highest of highs, Van. And Bud Light brings those memories back to life for your boy.
1: Also, all my lowest of lows, Van. (laughs) We're with Bud Light Lime. (laughs) (laughs) You know what the best thing about Bud Light is,
2: though? Like, all joking aside. Like, you bring out a picture of Bud Light, and everyone's like, Ugh, I, "Oh, I'm so much better than you. Yeah. But then they drink it. And they drink it up. They drink it all, and they have
1: so much fun.
3: I wonder why, like, Miller Lite and Bud Light and Coors Light are so popular. You just get the regular stuff.
1: Because they're so bland and drinkable. Yeah, no yeah. flavor. Yeah. No. That's ex- you're, you're describing exactly why. You're You're describing it in a negative, but I'm saying it's a perk. For the beer being easily drinkable and bland. It's not bland.
2: It is very. No, it's very calculated. Sure. It's calculatedly bland. Bud Light makes, (laughs) this is a fake number, a trillion gallons of Bud Light a day.
1: It's probably accurate to
2: be honest. Yeah. And then they sell a trillion gallons of it every day. It's on the truck. It's on the... Same day. Yes. Yes. It does not sit around. The warehouse turns over every single day. Yeah. And I have been to 48 states. That's very impressive. That's not hyperbole. I've literally been to 48. And I'll go to Hawaii this summer if I can find the right gal to go with me. No, look at that. But here's the thing. No matter where you go, Bud Light tastes exactly the same. It's, it's a modern marvel. It, not really. There's no variation to it whatsoever.
1: Okay, it's called a recipe. It's called science.
3: <laughs> science!
1: <laughs> I'm
2: just saying how fortunate we are.
3: Well, they make it only in St. Louis, right? They don't make it anywhere else.
2: That Okay, that's not true. No, that's everywhere now. They make it in Texas. They make it in California. They make it obviously in St. Louis. Obviously. When we bring
1: in the Bud Light factory to Albuquerque. It's called a brewery. I don't what is this? You know it's called a brewery. No, it's not a brewery, it's a factory. <laughs> they don't factory beer, they yes. brew beer. No, it's a factory. Marble is a brewery. Bosque is a brewery. <laughs> what? Bud Light is a factory.
2: Are you saying this just because they have like like packaging there? Like like automated packaging? No. Because the beer is hot garbage. What? Yes. We, I just told you all the reasons that it's, it's, it's the champagne of
1: beer.
3: Somebody should copyright that. You weren't listening
1: (laughs) and no, it is not the champagne of beer that already exists. The reasons it's bad is the reason it's good. Does this make any sense? Are you familiar with
2: anything? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You're in the factory. You ever been to a baseball game? Yes, that's a Bud Light. Coldy. You ever done yard work? Cold as possible. Old style.
1: Uh, That's (laughs) vital. You turn your microphone off. (laughs) Yard works Takate with lime for me. Okay. Do you know what Takate is? Budweiser. It's Bud Light. Yeah. It's called American Domestic Lager. So I mean, Mm -hmm. you ever and I can keep going. Yeah, I know. Bud Light for
2: everything. (laughs) Birthday parties, weddings, funerals. uh, car rides not that one hey don't hey, do that whoa hey, do hey, whoa
1: whoa 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 back country i'm back not country truck rides i'm not going to use the
2: last name here because i didn't ask for permission i'm gonna use the first name our friend levi from los altos golf course joined us last night at the top golf mm-hmm. <clears throat> let me clear my throat said dj cool uh-huh, uh-huh. so he he showed up what 20 minutes late because it's new mexico and whatever no, I just got off work. Oh, okay. Yeah, it shut down the golf course. So our friend Levi from Los Altos Golf Course, who is um, a pretty good
1: golfer, some would say. That Starbucks on the other side of the net was scared. It was terrified <laughs> yeah. of Levi. Vital.
2: Van is a good golfer. Like, he's not a hack. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am a good time. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then... Levi showed up and he was the combination of both those things. Yeah. And he took the house clubs like this is like going to a bowling alley and grabbing a house ball and bowling a three hundred. So he showed up and took the lead of like whatever the scoring system was and like five swings. Like we had,
1: we had all gone twenty times. It's true. It's None true. of this is a fallacy. And I, I kind of appreciate him being late. The golf pro at Los Altos golf course. I'm glad he was late because I looked very good for like 20 minutes. Yes. And then he showed up and I looked very bad for an hour and a half. It was too much.
2: He was too much of the good stuff. You know what else is called the good stuff? Bud Light. Oh, God.
1: I'll, I'll tell you what. Yes. I'll give Bud Light some credit right here, you right should. now. Yeah. The Bud Light Lemon Lime is the best seltzer. All right, it's just lime.
2: Is it just lime? Well, Bud Light Lime. Oh, you're talking Seltzies. Seltzer. All right, so Bud Light Seltzies is a whole nother. They're very good. Vital. Yeah. Leave the show right now. Go down to the corner store. (laughs) I want some Mango High Chews, and I want you to get (laughs) like all the Bud Light Seltzies.
1: And if you're a fan of Seltzer, if you're an adult man who's a fan of Seltzers, you're me. You 100% put a Jolly Rancher in a Zima when you're a teenager. Yes. 100%. A del- yes,
2: you made your your <laughs> makeshift purple drink. Yes.
1: <laughs> Go down to Silver Street. It's right down the street here. You say, I want all the Seltzies. Yeah. I was a big fan of Zimas with Jolly Ranchers in them. Okay. When I was a youngster. Yes. But I couldn't drink them around the linebacker core. No. Or my offensive lineman. Correct. Because it's very emasculating. Around anyone else, I rocked them. Yeah. We did a... Uh, St. Paddy's Day
2: party the other day, by tell. No, we didn't really do sports this segment. We did a (laughs) St. Paddy's Day party the other day, and I drank Mickey's. It's been a while for you.
3: Oh, I I drink that all the time, Mickey's malt liquor. Good stuff.
1: (laughs) As far as malt liquors go. Fred only bought liquor that the packaging was green. (laughs) It's literally what he did.
3: I, I love it. I know, you must think different of me now. But
1: I mean, I'd,
2: I would I can't, say I, I...
3: can't find hams or schlitz around town, so I got to go with Mickey's.
2: The Colt 45 all sold out?
3: Like, oh, eh, I think it's warm. That's not good to drink. No, I like Mickey's.
2: Isn't Steel Reserve malt? Yes. Yeah. That's the yeah, strongest that's one.
3: That's real bad. That's yep. that's like syrup.
2: That's... Oof. Would you put Steel Reserve on your pancakes? At a depressive point in my life, I the think I would. <laughs>
1: How low can you go? Here's
2: what we need. We need to call Admiral Distributing. We need an official sponsor. Yeah.
1: These are blue corn pancakes with a steel reserve reduction sauce.
2: <laughs> so what, what you do is you want to set it to 325 and just really cook it down. Or sprinkled with sprinkle it with little bitty crack rocks yeah. all over the table. <laughs> <laughs> I promise sports whenever we get back. We're 30 short minutes from David Carl, the United. Dave and Busters presents ABQ Central Live from the Talk ABQ Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. All right, free agent updates, man. Hit me. All the best ones are gone.
1: Uh no. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Best receiver's still out there. Best offensive lineman's gone.
3: Too late to find a serviceable quarterback.
1: I don't know. Deshaun Watson's getting cheaper by the minute. (laughs) All right, I got him right.
2: So this is the top 10 as designated by CBS, okay? The best free agent is quarterback Dak Prescott, no longer a free agent. And there was supposed to be like a big like, oh, my God, all these players are going to do all this cool stuff, and we're going to uh, same face, new place. How exciting. None of that has happened. Here are the guys who have either re-signed or been franchise tagged: Dak Prescott, Leonard Williams, Chris Godwin, Brandon. Oh, help me out here. Shreff. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Trent Williams, Shaq Barrett, Allen Robinson, Justin Simmons, Taylor M- Moton. I don't know. Linemen don't count to me.
1: Have I talked to you about this? In excitement value? I, I recognize their value. Besides a quarterback, offensive lineman is the most important person on the team. Yes, absolutely. But not for excitement no, and buzz. do not care. Yeah.
2: The last lineman I was excited about was Orlando Pace. <laughs> All right. So here is your best available free agent, Kenny Galladay. He's so good. It looks like he won't resign with the Lions. He would look very good in green and yellow. So if he is the 10th out of the top 10 best free agents, you're only going to get one mover in the top 10, and it would be the worst one.
1: Still very good. Still very good. Still very good.
2: Some guard went from the Patriots to the Chiefs. Okay. Um, The Hunter Henry move. How do you feel about this? New England traditionally has been – Able to excel with a talented tight end. 26-year-old Hunter Henry, in
1: my opinion, is at the top. They got two. They got the two best tight ends. Keep going. Johnu Smith and Hunter Henry.
2: Oh, okay.
1: You want to talk? Okay, let's talk winners and losers. Three years, $375 Patriots Patriots and Cam Newton. Patriots, big time. Cam Newton is going to look like a completely different quarterback next year. Because he can throw it five yards and someone will catch it? He's still got an arm. No, he don't. If no one's open
2: downfield, you don't throw the ball downfield. He might have an arm if the Patriots are working with him in this very second to make sure his arm lasts until the end of the season. Because that or didn't happen last year. 60. Tom
1: Brady didn't throw the ball until he got on the Buccaneers.
3: Right. Vital, Tom,
1: Tom Brady never threw it downfield until this past year. Do you, 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 do don't, me, you don't need it on the
2: Patriots. Vital, you call the mothership that is CBS Sports, and you get Randy Moss on the phone right now. Because he's going to call you a liar, Van. Okay, one time. One time. <laughs> it's a Fuji's reference. Yes, it is.
3: Mark? I mean, Bell- all Belichick could control is that he knew that he had cam limitations, so he had to go out, spend a lot of money earlier this week yes, so I he agree. could build around. I agree with what you're saying. the only way he had no other better option.
1: Two young stud tight ends, Nelson Aguilar, who's the second fastest dude in the NFL besides Tyreek Hill. And then Kendrick Bourne, who's a very good possession receiver. Are you low key the biggest Patriots fan ever? Is this just now coming to light? Now that Brady's gone, yeah. <laughs> You've always been the biggest Brady fan.
2: I will like. I meet people like around town, like in the wild, and they'll be like, "Hey, are you like what, what team's your team?" I'm like, "I don't really have one." And they're like, "I'm a Packers fan." I'm always like, "Oh, so's my co-host." Like, I'm definitely a Packers, fan. but not anymore. Now you're I, you're a Pats fan.
1: Well, if I'm gonna switch. If I'm going to be a trader, yeah. It's going to be to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I love the yeah. Jacksonville Jagu- yeah. Jaguars? Jaguars. Jaguars, Jaguars, Jaguars. Jaguars. Mark
2: Marcus Williams resigned with the Saints, but his quarterback is gone and they gave the best contract in the history of all sports to Taysom Hill.
1: <laughs> he got PAID. <laughs>
2: Taysom Hill to me.
3: What other option did they have? They didn't. Well,
2: t- I think Tim Tebow's available. Fam- yeah. Famous Jameis Winston?
3: Yeah. Go with those guys. I am. You know what you got with those guys? It's what you don't know if you do go out there and get another quarterback. There's not a lot of them out there that are good.
2: So what I'm about to say out loud, you both are going to be like, no, Fred, it's a coincidence. But I'm just going to
1: say it. Your boy Gardner Minshew's looking for a job. All right. First of all, he's an NFL starter. <laughs> not anymore. He. There are oh, – Okay. There are
2: 7 billion people on the planet. Mm-hmm. He is one of the best 32 at playing quarterback.
1: I would say he's in the 33 to 36 <laughs> range. He's the best backup in the NFL. That's where I got him.
2: So I kept Taysom Hill on my fantasy team and my keeper league
1: at the end of the season so I could. That is a legit genius. Man. Yeah. So is he still going to qualify for tight end? Next year? No, they took that away. Okay. They took that away. Taysom Hill to me is everything I want to be when I grow up. You don't. I'm not confused on your thoughts on Taysom Hill. (laughs) Shut up about the sun. Shut up about the sun. (laughs) Levante David resigns with the Buccaneers as far as
2: things you don't really care about. Uh, Johnny Smith, like you said, goes to the Patriots. Corey Lindsley, who I'm not familiar with because he's a lineman, he's went a to San Diego. Pro, there we go.
1: Yeah. he's the best center,
3: and that was stupid. Yeah, what Matt do you mean? Pack oh,
1: screwed that up. I don't understand. Why is that stupid? Because he's the he's best
2: center in the league.
3: Time all pro. Yeah, he's one of the best. He so, was graded out the best this year. So by they pro football Focus.
2: they couldn't come off sixty two and a half mil. Also, if you're going to give him the options to live in, no offense to Green Bay, Wisconsin.
1: Or Sandy freaking Ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
2: why I
3: moved away from there years ago.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's about playing for the Packers, not living in Wisconsin. No kid grows up, and they're like, what do you want to do when you grow up?
3: I want to work at a Chili's in Green Bay.
1: No kid has ever written that down.
3: I want to work at a cheese factory brewery. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
3: There's a Perkins in
2: Green Bay that I know Corey (laughs) Lindsay (laughs) goes into, so (laughs) I think there might be a...
1: From what I understand, uh, Corey Lindsay's of high moral fiber. Would never question that. And would not Tiger Woods a Perkins waitress. No. So we got some movement
2: down the list, though. So I don't know who John Johnson is. I guess he's a safety for the Rams if you're a big Rams guy. He gone. He's in Cleveland now. Maybe that'll put the boys in Brown over the top. There's a lot of guys here
1: I don't know. Curtis Samuel I know could play, so I guess he's going to go to Washington. Jadavion Clowney's still out there. He's a difference maker. Kyle well, Fuller's a difference maker. I'm a,
2: Melvin Ingram is still out there. I
1: think he can play.
3: There are a lot of good veterans out there in the scrap heap of free agency.
1: Before people started getting snatched up, you could have made a very good team out of everybody. Rob Gronkowski went back to the Buccaneers. Of course. Well,
2: I could have I could have foreseen a little one and dunny.
1: Win a ship and go? I think as long as Tom's in, he's in. Xavier Woods still on the,
2: still out there. Eric Wilson, Sammy Watkins will get signed. There's a bunch of talent out there still.
1: Alejandro Villanueva. Speaking of offensive linemen.
2: 9 a.m. hour when we get back. That puts us 15 minutes away from David Carl the United. Dave Busters presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. 15 minutes away from David Carl the United the United got a they got a friendly today
1: it's like a warm-up it's like a, a pre-season-y, very well aware what a friendly is Fred oh you aren't talking to me though you're talking to the listener well I mean I'm talking to the proverbial you yeah this one just came
2: across my uh, my ticker here okay crit all right <laughs> I'm just gonna read the headline Former New Jersey governor Chris Christie joins Mets board of directors. What? Oh, not only what, but why? Why? Is he is he trying to physically fill the role of Jonah Hill in the movie Moneyball? Okay. Quote, this is from the AP. Cuz you know I subscribe to the AP cuz that's where I get my news from. Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie has joined the Board of Directors in of New York Mets. Christie, 58, was New Jersey's governor, you know, for like those eight years there or whatever. Um, all right, here we go. Apparently, his kid is the coordinator for international scouting. All right, cool job title, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. I've just now identified my new dream job. Traveling the world looking for baseball players? Sure. Sign your boy up. Yeah.
1: I know talent when I see it. What is Steve Cohen doing? (laughs) Like,
2: what is this? What's your plan here, guy? First, you let Tim Tebow walk away, which is the dumbest decision in the history of sports. I think that was on Tim Tebow, actually.
1: I don't think it was on the organization.
2: Well, I believe Tim Tebow probably asked for a little guidance from one guy.
1: I'll tell you what, though. No, on that one? Mets are going to have the best concessions next year.
2: Because Chris Christie knows what Because Chris Christie's like. yeah. on
1: the board of the yeah, Mets so, now, okay. yes.
2: <laughs> I've been on the board of, like, some things in my life. The amount of influence you have can either be, like, none or all. And there's, like, no in the middle.
1: What's, like, a famed New Jersey food? I don't know. I don't know. I thought it just runs on hatred. You
2: believe that people in New Jersey are fueled... Yes. On their hatred of what? Well, New well, Yorkers?
1: Yeah, probably everything in general. James Harden? That's in- oh, that's in Brooklyn now, isn't it? Yeah. All right. So
2: he's all right. So he's in not sure what he's doing with the team aside from being on the board. How many
1: people in the game? Okay, the first two <laughs> I Googled New, New Jersey food delicacies. Yes. And the first two are Sloppy Joe. Love that. And Fat Sandwich. What? It, give me more. All right. Deep dive real quick. I'm going to look up Fat Sandwich now. So, I don't know what that is.
2: So I know what Mamwich is. I know what a Sloppy Joe is. Sure. And I I, like you, I'll put some barbecue chippies on that boy. Yeah. Smash it down flat as a pancake. Have it with an ice cold Bud Light.
1: Okay. I see why it's called a fat sandwich. All right. Why? It's like everything on the menu stuffed in the pita bread. It's friggin' cheesesteak, chicken fingers, fries, mozzarella sticks, bacon, mayo, and ketchup. All right. I'm not going to ask you to repeat that, but repeat all of that <laughs> slower. Okay. Okay. One more time. Cheese steak. All right. I'm in. Chicken fingers. Oh, uh, That's weird to me. Mozzarella sticks. What? French fries. Bacon. I don't understand. Mayo.
3: Bacon. Going and
1: ketchup.
3: Ooh, forget that.
2: What? They just don't put the fry sauce directly on there? They just, oh my God. I don't want to eat this thing you just described. Yeah.
1: Listen here, Jersey. Chris Christie doesn't even want to eat this.
3: They pile their sandwiches back there. They're
1: gross. <laughs> it's
3: a deli deli sandwich, you know.
2: That's not a deli sandwich. That's a
3: deep fried that's like yeah, a Yeah, that's a disaster deep yeah. fried disaster. That's a yeah. carnival um freak once,
1: show once a year.
2: You, have, what? A, you that's have a
3: coronary carnival. <laughs> yeah, that's <it> was...
2: what... <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want you clowning. New Jersey is all right. if you have to rank the states, New Jersey's not near the top. Well, duh. It's like it's oh, I'm going to say it all out. It's near the bottom.
1: Yeah. And it's very unfair that I would rank them that way. Cause I've literally never been there <laughs> and have no Hoboken, personal perspective. Hoboken is nice. I've been to Hoboken. Okay. For Sinatra grew up.
2: Oh, I didn't know that. I have one friend from New Jersey that I consider her to be like lovely, but there's a reason she left New Jersey. Right. Here's a fun stat. Last week, There were 14,845 tests in Major League Baseball for COVID-19. Okay? So that's players, support, everyone involved. Only one individual, and it was a player, tested positive for COVID-19. Out of 14,845 tests.
1: Getting better at this thing.
2: Yeah, we're figuring it out. Figuring it out, which I like a lot. Spring training's winding down. Anything jumping out at you from spring training? Anything? No, actually. I was just thinking the same. Yeah. How it has just been like...
1: No big stories. A little mundane. No yeah. players out of nowhere. A lot of young guys are getting more reps this year. I, I think was, they're slowly trying to warm up the veterans. Well, and, you know, for
2: the isotopes fan for the rockies fan here in town i was really hoping about that uh that brendan rogers story like like what's he gonna do at second base maybe like what are they gonna do up in colorado for third base with the flores or fuentes kid it just seems like it's gonna go kind of ho-hum like there's no one's really gonna like pop out no one's really gonna be exciting
1: he's got a couple guys there turn the double play when they need to rogers can't stay healthy and when he is healthy he doesn't really uh reach his talent ceiling his leg it seems like his legs don't work
2: (laughs) it's always like a lower body thing like what are you doing man so there we go so i get who's the other kid mcmahon McHannon? mcmahon
1: yeah ryan mcmahon he's pretty good huh they got a bunch of young promising players
2: Well, I mean, you have to if you're going to get rid of the best player in baseball. Well, that's... To the best team in baseball. It's double hyperbole
1: there, so... And poor Bud Black. He didn't deserve that. No. He's the nicest dude. That's the victim here. He doesn't deserve it. And you know he'll say the right thing and do the right thing. Congratulations on being a member of the New York Yankees, Trevor Story. You'd be a Rocky for three more months, maybe. <laughs> a dumpster fire. Get the hell out of there, Trevor.
3: Uh,
2: what do you say, like, if you're Bud Black? What do you say if you're the Rockies? Like, we got a lot of versatility. Like, What else do you say? <laughs> we got a lot of guys who can play any position. You it, know what that also is? No one can just play one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> any given Tuesday, bud, am I right?
2: You know what they should do in Colorado. Go out there
1: and coach these boys.
2: They should go get Chris Christie to come in.
1: Oh, that's a game changer. We'll set
2: that thing straight. Fernando Tatis Jr.'s bat—have you seen it?
1: Yeah, it is so unbelievably sexy. Yes. Yeah. Is that this is the next big thing? Right. It is the next big thing. Have get, you seen this, Vytal? Get used to it, boys.
2: He's the coolest. If I was to get a video game, a Major League Baseball video game, and it was like create your baseball player, and you could do like the most outlandish like features, like hair, and like like super sweet oversized like eighties inspired Bret Hart the Hitman the Hitman Bret Hart sunglasses, sweet beard,
3: bleach bleach dreadlocks, Machado was like the big thing, and now look at Tatis Junior. I like him.
2: Manny Machado is going to go down as always being the second best guy around. Yeah, He's very good, but he's always just been
1: not quite good enough. Well, he kind of needs that, doesn't he? He do- doesn't? Okay, you're making a good point. Yeah. he's a Take the pressure off of him. Let him just go out there and play baseball. Is there anything in the books that says he
2: can't use it? Clint Frazier got one, too. Did you see Clint Frazier's? I did not see Clint Frazier's. I'm a big fan of whenever... Like the Yankees do something.
1: Bryce Harper's got one. You know Bryce had one. All right. Frazier's is pretty cool, too. They're all cool. So I guess it's like similar to painting like a catcher's
2: helmet. Like the process. It's like an air dealer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if you know this. Baseball bats break. Yeah. All right, allegedly this is all one company. I didn't realize that. Yeah,
1: whoever the airbrusher is is going to have a lot of work once these are okayed by the league. You're going to get some...
2: All right, I already love tribute stuff. Like, if you can give me, like, a tribute whatever, I'm super in on that. Do you take, like, your first show... Like, baseball
1: bat onto the field and play with it? If I'm Joe Schmo or if I'm Fernando Tatis? If you're Fernando Tatis. Heck, yeah, you do. Yes, you do. Because you can afford 2,000 of them a month. Donate some, give some away, break a couple. You just made an excellent point that I wasn't thinking about. Because even the shards of it.
2: They will have a value. Yeah. Put them in baseball cards. You know what I'm doing if I'm like, and obviously I always go like straight NASCAR with everything. But if I'm like company, whatever that company is. Yeah. Hey, Bryce, you want to swing my PlayStation 5 if I'm Sony? Hey, swing my PlayStation 5 bat.
1: MLB definitely won't allow that without their cut. No, they definitely won't. There's no way. I'll be Reebok in five minutes.
2: Speaking of in three minutes, David Carl will join us at the New Mexico United. I really enjoy the excitement I've seen around the United coming back thus far. We'll talk about this with David Carl. But like moving around town, there have just been so many people that I'm seeing in the black and yellow again. And by the way, I'm moving around town more now. Like I was like, since I got the like the start to the vaccine, I have like this like higher level of comfort.
1: It's light at the end of the tunnel, baby.
2: Let's grab a break. When we get back, David Carl's going to join us. We're going to talk United. We're going to talk soccer. Damon Busters presents ABQ central live from the talk. ABQ studio powered by New Mexico. Opinion coffee, 95.9 FM AM 610, the sports animal. All right. My, my two favorite words, van hit me. It's game day. That's uh, Okay. (laughs) New Mexico United, preseason game day. So the game's presented by TLC Plumbing. The kickoff is at 3 p.m. They're playing El Paso. You can catch the stream on like Facebook and YouTube or places where you get streams. The we- venue opens at 2, okay? Parking opens at 1230, which means... tailgating. Yeah, baby. Urban Hot Dog Company and Pop Fizz Food Trucks See so you on a budget, though? Free snacks provided by Pepsi and Frito-Lay. Get out. Hey, but put your mask on, New Mexico, when you come out to watch The United today and joining us to tell you all about it is friend of the show, friend in real life, podcaster David Carl. Welcome to the show, David.
0: Well, guys, I don't think I really need to say anything. I think you hit all the points, so this is a great interview. I'll talk to you at the game. <laughs> Sweet.
1: Thanks for coming to my <laughs> TED Talk. I'll see you at the free snacks booth.
0: Yeah, I mean, come on, Pepsi Free lay hooking us up with the the free snacks, the free gonna be free drinks, free water out there, and it'll be a, it'll be a good time, guys. It's it's game day for the first time in New Mexico in a year and a half. Woo. We are playing a game on our soil. Woo. feels real good. feels real good. I'm
2: very excited. Absolutely. Like I'm I'm like, what is a word that is not quite ex- like like it's not excited, but it's like greater than excited.
0: Exuberant. That's what I, I am.
2: I was going to try to combine united and excited, but I couldn't figure it out quick enough for it to be you, clever.
0: You you, you,
2: you, you, I'm, I'm happy.
1: Dave, you spit, you spit that exuberant out with a quickness. You knew what are you, what are it's you just doing? How when, I'm feeling, guys, it's
0: just how I'm feeling.
1: When bars open up, you want to be on our geeks who drink team.
0: <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, absolutely. That's, you're going to be the grammar guy. I, we play. We play over at. We play over at O'Neal's every once in a while. We do pretty good.
2: Oh, can, nice. you, can you imagine us putting Team United down as our geeks who drink team, and then like David Carl's like, guys, we can't do this. This is very embarrassing. Your behavior <laughs> God, is he, unacceptable.
1: Yeah, me, me, and Fred and a couple other friends are. We used to play pretty regularly, and we've literally never won, and we've yeah. never gotten worse than third. <laughs> like, like, we're the we're the best win place or show bet ever. Like <laughs> like, get in there. David,
2: so we a, we're coming we like back a today. We
0: rivalry with a local team there, oh, and, and neither nice. one of us ever won, but the goal is just to beat the other team.
1: Oh, that's way better. I also yeah. am motivated by spite. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, Dave, so tell Albuquerque what's going on. What do we expect out of the preseason match? What's the social distancing going to look like? What do they expect to do when they get there?
0: Yeah, uh, match day, uh, first and foremost and, uh, match day with fans. Absolutely. It's, it's exciting. You mentioned the social distancing. That's something we're taking really seriously, but you know, we got to make sure that we find a way to balance obviously keeping everybody safe and making sure everybody has a great time. Um, so we're going to have pods, uh, set up around the field here. So if you're coming out to the match, if you were able to get tickets, they're all sold out, but if you were able to get tickets, um, you're going to be at a pod of six with five of your best friends. You're going to bring some chairs um, to sit around, kind of like a uh, community soccer style, you know, around the pitch, and, and you'll have your 10-foot-by-10-foot your pod all to yourself. Uh, every pod comes with a free New Mexico United blanket, a couple flags. Oh, I love that. Um, Sweet. So you come on out, get loud, again, get some free food from Pepsi and Frito-Lay. Urban Hot Dog's going to be here. Uh, Pop Fizz is going to be here. and. TLC is making all this happen. So it's a, it's a community thing all coming together, and we're just excited to see our guys play in our state again.
2: Now, I want you to repeat it, because you keep saying here. Where is here today? Because it's not, it's not at Top Stadium.
0: <laughs> That's right. I say here because I'm here right now. Uh, it's at the Mesa Del Sol Regional Sports Complex, this brand-new practice facility that we've got right now. It's a, it's a big field in the middle of nowhere, if I'm being honest, guys. The field's gorgeous, um, and there's a lot of beautiful space around it. Uh, but you'll see the big fences. You'll see... The New Mexico United fans, you'll see the black and yellow flags, um, and you're hopefully going to see a win over El Paso today.
1: So sweet. So, is the whole band together? Is the whole roster going to be out there? Or is somebody nursing injuries? Or are we going out there full force?
0: Uh, I think uh, Coach Troy mentioned yesterday at a press conference yesterday um, that we're going to have two guys who are nursing small injuries. They actually could play today; they're not necessarily, you know, bad injuries. But it's better to be precautionary, you know, something like this preseason game. Uh, so that would be Harry Schwartz, um, new guy from Hartford, Connecticut, and Amanda Moreno. Um, they're both going to be out today. But other than that, we are playing with everybody, um, including. Uh, This is new information that you guys are getting first. Um, A couple Academy kids are going to play today as well.
1: Oh,
2: how cool. Yeah. That is a cool moment for those kids. And their families are in attendance, and you let them in, and you didn't tell them they couldn't come. Right, David?
0: Right? We would never. Of course not. Of course (laughs) not. They're going to be here. They're going to be cheering on their kids. I mean, how cool of a moment. Imagine this. Imagine you're a 17-year-old kid. A sixteen-year-old kid, and you're watching this club. You know, maybe you're at Ice tub Stadium in 2019, and you're 15, 14. You love this club, and then all of a sudden, come 2021, you're playing on the academy team. Oh, by the way, you're going to play in a match with the first team.
1: Love. Can you can you tell the listeners a little more about what the academy is and what you guys do?
0: Absolutely. So, yeah, a lot of clubs uh, around the world have what's called an academy, and it's essentially an opportunity to try and get uh, you know some of the youth in the area, some of the best training that they can possibly have. Um, and, and again, give them a path to pro soccer if that's what they want to do, or to college soccer if that's what they want to do. So we're doing that here in New Mexico. We just started it up, uh, the Academy, for the first time this year in 2021. They're going to be playing matches against Academy clubs from around the country. A lot of those will mirror when New Mexico United, when the first team travels. So let's say, you know, we're playing maybe El Paso, for example, down in El Paso. And then we play them on a Saturday, and then maybe on the the next day, the Sunday, our academy team plays El, Ca- El Paso's academy team, which is pretty cool to allow these kids to really get, you know, some really great game time. They're also going to train with the first team from time to time. And the thing that is really cool um, that you don't see in a lot of academies around the world, or one of the few, I think I'm I'm only aware of three in the entire world that do this, is our academy is completely scholarship. So no kid in the academy will have to pay a cent to make it happen.
2: Oh, that's the most beautiful so thing so I've heard. Cool six preseason games for the united three of them at home three on the road so if you're there today you're in the mix the next home correct me if i'm wrong david april 10th um cool and then april 17th so you have two more opportunities to catch the boys in preseason soccer here at the new venue uh you talked about the experience at the event um let's say that the state let's say that the county goes from where we currently are to a green or a turquoise um you guys are prepared to make those adjustments and you're prepared to bring in more fandom as you're allowed
0: yeah yeah i mean you're 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 you know giving me goosebumps if that happens we're in a real good place right if we go green then you know we're technically allowed to have 50 percent capacity as opposed to the 25 percent we're allowed to now so, you know, we're going to try and find a way. Obviously, the most important thing at this point is keeping a social distance between those pods. So, at the moment, that distance is six feet. If that changes, we can squeeze more people into. Um, but we want to do it and make sure we do it in a, in a way that's safe and, and doesn't put anybody at risk. So, that would be great. The more the merrier. We want to get our United family back together.
2: David Carl, oh, my God, all my United merch is over a year old. I haven't seen the team in person. I have no reason to replace my now paper-thin T-shirt.
0: Is this, it's high quality merch, man. It's high quality. We need you to come out. Come well, on out to the store and get it because it's open today. There we go. So, there you go. That's what we call a segue in gotcha. um, <laughs> the business. The United Store is going to open up today, I believe, at eleven o'clock. So you can go out and get your merch before you come on down to Mesa Del Sol and watch these guys. Hopefully, put a put a beat down on a Paso. That's the goal, right?
1: All right, Fred. Tell David what I'm wearing right now. Well, you are obviously wearing a New Mexico United shirt that I see you wear four out of five days of a week. (laughs) Hey, that the the t-shirts are very quality. It's a very quality material, and you make them in like a slim, medium. Which I so desperately need (laughs) David Carl, he wears it
2: I saw him wear it to a wedding I saw him wear it to a funeral (laughs) He wore it to a bar mitzvah He wore it uh, I had a friend recently have a baby He wore it to see the new baby Like he wears this
1: United shirt everywhere
0: Well Mazel Tov uh, on the mitzvah And uh, (laughs) please keep wearing that gear everywhere Oh no
1: doubt We love the black and yellow here Speaking of love, we love what you guys do for the community. Can you tell everyone what's going on with the foundation in this coming year and how they can support it?
0: Oh, my gosh, yeah, absolutely, how much time you got. Um, so there's there's a whole bunch of amazing programs going on through the foundation. Uh, one of them that's kind of near and dear to my heart is the Diversity Fellowship Program, which we're in the process of announcing right now uh, the four fellows that are going to be included in that this year. And the way the DFP works um, is essentially – You know, we at New Mexico United recognize that there is an issue, a huge issue within soccer and within sport in general, in diversity. Women and people of color are not adequately represented by a long shot within sports and within sports leadership. So we're, you know, we're doing something on our on our end to try and try and change that, at least in our in our corner of the world, and hopefully, you know, moving forward around around the world of sports. So what that means is we put together an application process where women and people of color could apply and tell us why what they want to do within sport, how they wanna, you know, grow sport and grow diversity within sport. And then we accepted four fellows, two in the front office and two on the coaching side. And they'll have the opportunity to train, to learn, to be part of our front office or part of our coaching staff. And then it also includes a scholarship on the coaching side, uh, to advance uh, their coaching license, which is really hard to do at times, and then on the front office side to take a, a higher education course in leadership or whatever field they may choose to to advance their career in sport. And our goal, like I said, is to advance uh, people of color and, and women in the sport because the underrepresentation is absolutely horrendous in sport.
2: David Carl, the New Mexico United joining us for talking play on the field, we're talking the impact in the community. SomosUnidosFoundation.org dot org is where you can donate or contribute to what the United are doing locally. New Mexico dot com is all your information on the team proper. Anything we missed, Dave? Anything we need to know before uh, before kickoff today?
0: Just excited to get the ball rolling. Again, we're playing in New Mexico for the first time in a year and a half and Hopefully sometime soon, gentlemen, we'll have a a regular season schedule coming your way.
2: I want to go to all the games as a fan, (laughs) but I will go professionally and act that way.
0: (laughs) Mm, Will I? I don't know. Will I? I don't know. Professionally is a relative term, I think.
2: David, uh, real quick before I cut you loose, how's the podcast?
0: Uh, it's going great, man. Uh, United Sessions, a lot of fun. We do it every Monday night at 6 o'clock live, um, and then we post it on the podcast spot, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, um, usually on Tuesday for that. Um, this coming week we're going to have kind of a, a, a different – format. We're going to have Mike Mates from the NOMS, local uh, local band here who really killed it. They're really great. Okay. Um, he's going to talk about his work in the community. He's going to talk about um, music in the community and the art scene in New Mexico. And we're also going to have, I'm not going to tell you who, but we're going to have a, a player guest joining us as well, and they'll play a fun game. So... Tune in. It's on our social media channels. Live every Monday at six.
2: We uh, obviously we're available also every Monday at six. Whenever you're ready to reach out, David, we would uh, be. No, I'm just kidding. We
0: would. When worlds too. collide, man, let's, let's do a little crossover.
2: <laughs> David, calling New Mexico United. Do really good today.
0: Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Let's get a win.
2: What a good friend of the thanks, show, thanks, Dave. What, what a, a good a, friend, good dude. What a good what a dude. dude. The energy on this team, and we've been saying it for all because. Our birth coincided with the birth of United. Yeah. Our program. Sure. And we have been, what is that called whenever? Symbiotic. Correct. It it feels a symbiotic. And David Carl is like the glue to that symbiotic.
3: Synchronicity. Thank
2: you. (laughs) Synchronicity. You said, and help me with his name.
1: (laughs) He's Uh, the. Help me out here. UFC. The UFC fighter. Oh. I'm a nominee to get a The recently Mike. retired Khabib Naga, Naga, not going to work here yeah, anymore. But I tell you, you got it.
3: Ergo Gamedoff. Yeah, let's call. Okay. All right,
1: call Micah Frank. That
2: can't be yeah, right. right. That's not correct.
3: Micah, get out of bed. Yeah. Tell us what it is.
2: So you say, big retirement, going out on Urga top. Erga There
3: you yeah. go.
2: So I almost want to do a little back to back varsity today, and you just came up with this. So here when we get back from the break. Let's talk about all the guys who've gone out on top. So it's not news that it, we're going, if you went out on top. We got two varsities today. Two varsities
1: all of a sudden. Double varsity. We've never done this. Khabib, we, Khabib was 29 and 0, retired, undefeated. And not a lot of them were close either. No. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do. So when we get back, going out on top.
2: Dame Busters presents ABQ Central live from the talk, ABQ Studio. Powered by New Mexico, Pinon, Coffee, 95.9 FM, AM, 610. D sports animal now i know this is the gin blossoms guys i know that took a couple weeks to figure it out <laughs> we work we worked it out isn't that funny we did the program last week right what that was fine we do the program every week whatever but like all the feedback i got from like listener was like how did you not know that was the gym blossoms i'm like i how, why would i know that
1: i think like fe- Vitalik legit trolls us by playing the songs that we like the least. Yes. (laughs) Are the songs that we talk about? He's like, yeah, I'm going to poke them again next week. See what they say. I think we need to
2: define what going out on top is. Okay. Okay. Do you have your own personal definition? You retire at the upper echelon of your profession. Like while still in your prime? Question mark.
1: I would say yes. So Gail Sayers, yeah, I mean, Barry Sanders and Gail Sayers are very good examples of that. John Elway, yeah, two Super Bowls and he's gone. But the thing is, that wasn't John Elway in his prime. No, 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 no. So that's where I am getting. That's where I am getting. A lost a bit. I think, as with all of our varsities... Yes. And congratulations, you get a double varsity today, people. You just pick whatever you want. Or you could say friggin' Seinfeld if you want. Like, Seinfeld went out on top. I right? agree. Yeah.
2: That's a very good one. When you go away and people want more... Oh, okay. well, I got the best one. It just came to me. Except, I think it gets ruined... How so? The best ever going out on top is Dave Chappelle. Nobody but he came back. But he came back.
1: Yeah. And he's still on top. He He's absolutely still, he's still on top. So next time he quits, he's going to also be on top. Is he the only two-time going out on top guy? Well, and here's the thing.
2: We don't know if he's going to go out on top again, but we have belief that he will go out on top again. Sure. All right, so this started because Khabib is going out. Yeah,
1: retired the champ, retired the undefeated champ, twenty nine and zero, thirteen and zero in UFC. I'm gonna say, like a little bit of a dark horse here
2: is Abby Wambach. Are you familiar with her? United States women's national soccer team. Okay, all right, it's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. So she wins. Like the World Cup in her last attempt. I think Shannon Box was on that team, too. Was, they, they were the two, right? They were the two, like, over 35. Like, we're leading this, like, super young team kind of thing.
1: Yeah. That, to me, is a, a beautiful thing. I think a really bad example would be um, Dale Earnhardt. Okay. He was on top. Oh, gosh. Yeah. He didn't retire. How about Ray Lewis? Ray Lewis wins a Super Bowl. The day before the Super Bowl, he announced that this next game will be his last game. Called his shot. Goes out and completely dominates for 60 minutes. Correct. And wins a Super Bowl.
2: After he drank an entire bottle of deer antler urine. (laughs) Okay. You know how I feel about steroids right before a game, right? I've given you this analogy before. Right. Go on. It's a good one. It's a hot take. The dumbest thing I've ever seen in the history of film is Rocky Four IV when Ivan Drago shoots up steroids 10 seconds before he goes out and kills Apollo Creed. That's
1: not how steroids work. <laughs> That's Ivan. not how they work. You got to take them for months, buddy. You know who that does work for? Popeye when he eats spinach, like
2: uh-huh. that, that's who that works for. That Popeye one is not my original joke. I've heard that from someone else. But that's what like people are accusing Ray Lewis of. Hey, like before the game, I don't know if you know, but he he's got this like uh, pinch hitter of deer antler spray, <laughs> and he just like in Dumb and Dumber, Jim carries it into his mouth before he goes out there.
1: Stupid. In Khabib fashion, how about Rocky Marciano? Yes. 49-0, and 0, undefeated. The greatest fighter is Rocky Marciano.
2: A guy that went out in his prime but wasn't a winner?
1: Andrew Luck. Yeah, that's a shame, isn't it? So that's, that's where I'm going with this he didn't go out on top but he went out in his prime he went out in his prime yeah when was he number one 2012 oh 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 yeah i got one okay for the going out on top twice michael jordan michael jordan yeah yeah has to be yeah dave chappelle when next time he retires he'll be out on top twice yes jordan did it twice i agree with a very low in the middle jim brown jim brown went out on top
3: Oh, John Elway, because he was named uh, Super Bowl MVP, See, and then he won that Super that's Bowl true. in the last game of mm-hmm. his career.
2: But and, really, Ed McCaffrey won it. Oh, well, come on. They voted.
1: <laughs> Terrell Davis won it. Yes. the Defense and Terrell Davis. And if you
3: ask Mark Schlereth, he won it. Christian McCaffrey's uh, uh, dad, right? Eddie McCaffrey is yeah. FADA.
1: Yeah. Did Yao
3: Ming go out on top? About David Robinson, he won an NBA title, and yeah, it's a good one.
1: that's a good one. You
2: know who never won but went out on top? Calvin Freaking Johnson.
3: Mm. About Tony La Russa getting near your oh, neck of the woods. I mean, he's back. Oh, he's back, he's back. back in the game. So, but he's still, off the list. didn't he? Didn't he He's go back out with more dubs. Cardinals.
1: Yes, he did. Yes, first time. Yeah, similar
2: to the way Dick Vermeil went out on top. Yeah, that would that could be on the list. Dick Vermeil went out on top. Rob Gronkowski could also go out on top twice, ooh, because he went on top after they win the Super Bowl. Correct. Comes back. Could have gone if he'd have gone out again. Now,
1: another back to back two timer. I forgot about David Robinson. That's a really good one. That's a good the- one. Yeah. There's some guys like,
2: I mean, you were jokingly mentioning Dale Earnhardt, but there are guys who have gone out on top due to injury. Yeah, Brandon Roy. Ooh, Brandon Roy went out on top. Oh, hey, Michael Phelps.
1: Man. Yeah. That one's hard to top.
2: 505-246-0610. Guys who went out on top. And then you get into like, like the motivation, like why go out? Bjorn borg he won like 11 grand slams in like five years
1: from the texture your friend sandra yes said breaking bad went out on top that's a good one it's a good one carson
2: johnny carson went out on top Mm. david letterman went out on top I do like going away, like Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter was not in his prime when he went out, but the like his his very end, like his last hit at Yankee Stadium, like an extra innings, like a bloop single to opposite field to score the winning run. Yeah,
1: can't get better than that. No,
2: yeah, he, I know he played in Tampa for like some away games after that to end the season, but like our series in Tampa, but that's that's creating it to go out on top. I also like the guys that when they go out, they're like, "This is no longer my thing anymore." Like I think like Michael Strahan's a prime example. Right, he goes out on top with the Giants. He's like, now I'll just be on top of everything I want to (laughs) do. Yeah.
1: (laughs) He hosts the Good Morning America. Yeah, that's. I'm sure there's millions of Americans that have no idea that he played football. Yeah, he's the next OJ Simpson, professionally only. Professionally, (laughs) professionally. Yes.
2: I love that stuff, but then like I, you juxtaposition him against a guy like Jerome Bettis, who like won out on top, but like was a shell of what he was. Yeah,
1: yeah. Hey OJ, if you don't uh, count the second career stuff, correct, went out on went top. out on top, went out on top. He was very good when he still retired. Also, there's something to say about like legacy.
2: Because, like, if you're a team guy and you go out on top, I want you to stay with the same team.
1: That's, like, a big part for me. How about in the wrestling world? Where's an example? Because the- that- it seems like in the wrestling world, they cling to it for way too long.
2: Well, here's the thing. Since, it's a, since they're actors and it's a TV show, it's easier...
1: 'Cause they don't have to actually wrestle. The- Correct. Yeah, they're not physically doing the thing. I think the rock would be that, right? The rock went out on top. Yeah. Because he hasn't been back since he like officially quit. Well he has. Oh really? One time. Oh okay. one time. Two time. You were talking about Pete Weber. Yeah. He just retired. Mm-hmm. I don't know I know him from being an exuberant maniac. Not from bowling. He's the best bowler ever, right?
3: Yes, he's the best bowler ever. I don't know
1: a lot about bowling, but I know he's like the best bowler ever. And I don't know what the end of his career looked like. Did he go out on top? I believe he went out on top. Floyd Mayweather went out on top. Sure. That's a good one. He was 50-0. One more than Marciano. That's crazy to me.
2: All right, let's go to break. We'll get back. Today's varsity. Baseball broadcasters, okay? Okay, here we go. It's a shorty boy today. We're done at 10. Dave Busters presents ABQ Central Live from the Talk ABQ Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Like 12 minutes away from NCAA basketball here on the sports animal. So hang out with your boys. We'll take you up to the tip off. I guess we should do a little preview. I mean, I don't even know what game's on.
1: That's my favorite part about the I believe Carolina. Georgetown, I'm, Colorado was first. Regionally, that would make sense. I believe hey, you're right, yeah. And I got Georgetown. Oh, that's one of my, I did too. It's one that. of my very few upsets. I also have Georgetown, the three they, of us. They weren't very good to start the season. They ended very strong. Today's varsity.
2: Today's varsity. Baseball broadcasters, okay? So this is the varsity. If you're going to put together a varsity of broadcasters, here it is.
1: Would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? We're going to start with number one or we're going to start with number four? Well, it's the varsity. No particular order. No particular order. Okay. I'm going to go with not my all time favorite, but my personal guilty pleasure favorite. Okay. And that's Bob Euchre.
2: All right. Bob Euchre is
1: fire. He's funny. Yeah. He's fun. And he's actually a good broadcaster. And he was the friggin' Indians play by play in major league. And that goes a long way with me. So my first one's Bob Eucher. All right, if we're starting fictional. <laughs> okay.
2: I'm going to go with Brockmeyer. Oh, God, you beat me to it.
1: <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Hank Azaria. Brockmeyer's the best. As Brockmeyer is.
2: Brilliant. So I'm going to Brockmire. You watch Brockmire, Vital? You ever seen that? It's brilliant. Yeah,
3: I like it. It's, it's so good. good.
2: It is so very
1: funny. Here comes the pitch. It's a long, deep drive to right field, and that ball, I hope you took your Valtrex. Because that ball is gonorrhea. Oh, God. <laughs>
2: I got one near and dear to my heart. This one, to me, is arguably the greatest broadcaster of all time. Any sport. Capable of doing pro football, pro baseball, the U.S. Open, NASCAR, if so asked. The greatest broadcaster in the history of microphones,
1: Joe Buck. Fred, your Cardinals are showing again. What? (laughs) Here we go. Vital, Vital, get in here and keep us apart. He's number one. He is the number two, and you should be happy with the silver. Because no one beats Vin Scully. Yes. No one will ever beat Vin yeah, Scully. Vin, Vin's a he's I the best. I don't even have Vin on my list here. It's not even close. Vin is in a stratosphere that no one will ever touch. I don't
2: understand the things that you are saying. Is Vin number one in football?
1: And baseball and the U.S. Open. Well, I thought we were talking just baseball. Well, I'm. I'm talking you clarif- talent. You clarified that we're only talking baseball. Yes, we are. <laughs> only in the commercial break, and here you are cheating with the rules you have so established yourself. It's Vince Scully. Vince Cole not even on my list. Okay, you're just trying to anger me. You are just barely. <laughs> you're just barely outside of my punching range right if, now. If Joe Buck
2: is one, then one A is Tim McCarver. Harry Carey. What? Hey, hey, Vital. If the moon was made out of cheese, would you eat it? You're doing an impression <laughs> of a guy doing an impression that's correct. of
1: Harry Carey. Yeah, that's very that's it's true. Yeah.
2: Now, Harry Carey He had some when he was with the Cardinals.
1: But when he went to the Cubs, he fell apart. He was terrible. Oh, okay. For the loyal listener who does not know this already, Fred is a Cardinals homer. And what he's doing with his list is only doing Cardinals announcers. <laughs> so whoever's currently doing it will be his next answer. It's Vin Scully. He's magic. He's nowhere near he's as a good. He's brilliant, brilliant storyteller, st- blah, storyteller. Beautiful baseball guy. Yes. Can call the best game. Mm-hmm. And he did it all by himself. Doesn't need a color. It it was
2: very charitable of Ken Burns to reach out to Vin Scully to allow him to be part of baseball. <laughs> okay. Because Vin Scully is not even number one, not even number one A, like Joe Buck and Tim McCarver. But St. Louis
1: native Bob Costas. There we go. Is on, he's Told on. Told you. What? Told you that was coming. He's tremendous. St. Louis connection. <laughs> yep. Bob Costas. Bob Costas is phenomenal. And baseball is his best sport, too. Yes, he is the voice. I, I
2: do not care about Bob Costas at the Olympics. Pink-Eye Bob Costas
1: can see the door. I got a dark horse. Okay. More for his voice, not really his uh, play-by-play talent. John Miller. He's got yeah, the voice. That's what I said earlier. Yeah. He's got the voice of an angel. I love that guy. I would put it on my voicemail. So good. So good. Joe Buck's father, Jack
2: Buck. Radio, TV. 40 years with the St. Louis Cardinals. <laughs> He's very good. He gave birth to the greatest broadcaster of all time, well, Joe Buck.
1: Good Lord.
2: Jack Buck is on the list.
1: Vince Scully is gold and silver. Oh, he is not. Buck is bronze.
2: Bob Euchre. Bob Euchar. Yeah. Ernie
3: Harwell, 40-some years with the Detroit Tigers.
2: Yeah, Great. No one else wanted that job. We're not mentioning Mike Shannon because Viity already brought him up. <laughs> former St. Louis Cardinal first baseman Keith Hernandez, uh-huh. is as good of a broadcaster as any
1: former player has ever been. He's outside of Tim McCarver. He's entertaining, but he's literally the worst broadcaster <laughs> that's ever been on television. is the worst. He seems like the coolest dude off the field. He's like, he would be on the Rushmore of dudes I'd want to have a beer with. Yes. Now, allegedly. But he is poor in the booth. He's he's getting by on his fame in the booth. There were
2: um, many years, allegedly, of Keith Hernandez's career when he would do more than drink a beer with you. Allegedly. Okay. This one is not St. Louis Cardinals related. Okay. Uh, Is it? (laughs) Voice of the Washington Nationals, St. Louis native Bob Carpenter. Uh Uh So Bob Carpenter, who started his career with the Cardinals, in his World Series calls, a shuttered your boy. So very talented.
1: By the way, his years in
2: St. Louis were also nothing to bat an eye at.
1: underrated color guy if we're going to be homers here. Okay. Jeff Blum for the Astros. He's hilarious. That's uh, the thing about a color guy. He's got to be funny. He's funny. He's very funny. I
2: I don't necessarily care about heavy insight.
1: He, he uh 2 years ago there was a series in Seattle and he just disappeared from the booth. And then somebody spotted it on camera and he was like just drinking with a bunch of frat boys. Like he had his like shirt unbuttoned and untucked and just getting hammered. And like didn't tell anybody, just walked out of the booth to use a restroom and then ran in some young kids who were getting hammered and just got loose with them. It was hilarious.
2: So we're doing the so we got the varsity windled down.
1: Everybody from St. Louis. Number
2: one, Mike Shannon. Number two, John Rooney, who I didn't even mention, but he's in his 15th year currently with the St. Louis Cardinals on the radio broadcast. Mike Claiborne also. I think Benji Molina, Yadier Molina's older brother, does some. He does
1: like the Spanish broadcast. We'll put him on the list too. Give me any three generations of Vin Scully and then one Bob Euchre. Vin Scully I get as a West Coast thing. Oh, God, get out of here. He may be the best of the West Coast. Okay. As far as Bay Area broadcasters go. I really liked your ranking of St. Louis-only broadcasters. Mike Shannon's in his 50th year. You know how much I love Bud Light?
2: Pales in comparison. Nah. We did a good program today. About to tip off any final words before we go?
1: Oh, too much for the time allotted, my friend.
2: Thank you, David Carl, for joining the program. Go United. Good job, everyone. GG. See you next week, Burke.